Today, I want to explain something tragic and incredible that happened to me. It happened in October of 2020. I was in the honor pod at rest unit. It was a, a pod for phase threes of people with zero disciplinary history and, and some time, you know, to be disciplinary free for, for quite some time. And today's message is, is mainly focusing on keeping our word. I don't have any notes before me. I'm, I'm just going to speak from the heart. I was sold up with a man named Rhea, R-E-A, and we studied the word of God together every single day. And he would take notes. And as he took notes in his composition notebook, he started writing down verse after verse after verse, completely out of context to the rest of scripture. And this is a man who I, I care deeply for, 22 years young, and I just wanted the best for him. I gave my word to him that Nothing would befall him. No harm would befall him from me. And I would seek to protect him from other inmates. He was a smaller guy. And I gave him my word that I would never lay a hand on him. And he did likewise. As time progressed, he continuously wrote down those verses in the, his composition notebook and constructed an image of God made in his own image. Anyone can pick and choose verses out of the Bible and construct an idea of God that is contrary to who God actually is. So we are not keeping his word if we do that, and we are not keeping our word to him when we pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us. When we pray for it to guide us into all truth. This man became too confrontational and ended up getting moved into a different cell. We didn't fight or anything like that. He got moved out. And he lived with a dope fiend, someone who just used and abused him. The little bit of money he got from his family uh, went to purchase drugs for his cellmate. And when that guy got in trouble, he got another one. And when that guy got in trouble, he got another one. And every single time I reached out my hand, when I saw him living in misery, in misery with these people that were dragging him through the mud, I reached out my hand, called for him to repent, and come back and live with me where he could be safe. This is a man I continuously reached out my hand to keep my word and bless him, be a blessing to him. And as time progressed, uh, he waxed worse and worse. He distanced himself further from the truth, further from God, and eventually got to the point where he started helping a dope dealer uh, push papers for him. Papers are small amounts of heroin and meth. And even in the honor pod, this is the kind of stuff that was transpiring. And it's sad, but this is the environment in which I live. 
this man, instead of returning, instead of repenting, instead of changing his life and following the Lord, had a different idea in mind. And on one October day, I believe it was October 17th, I went downstairs. There's an open pod, so all of our cell doors are open. I was talking to some inmates that I do Bible studies with. I had my Bible in hand, and I was going to do a study on Jeremiah chapter 20. Now, in Jeremiah 20, it talks about the Lord being with his prophets. And what is a prophet? A prophet is someone who brings forth the truth of God. Someone who brings forth the truth. Foretelling the future events is simply one aspect, but it isn't necessary. A prophet is someone who clearly describes the word of God and brings it out. And in Jeremiah 20, it talks about the defense. It says, but you have off is with me. This is in verse 11. To verse 13, but you would is with me, or Adonai, or the Lord is with me like a dreaded warrior. So my persecutors will stumble, defeated, greatly ashamed because of their failure. Their lasting disgrace will not be forgotten. You would or Lord of hosts, you who test the righteous and see people's hearts and thoughts. Let me see you take vengeance on them, for I have committed my cause to you. Sing to Yudhevafe, praise Yudhevafe, sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he rescues those in need from the clutches of evildoers. What an incredible thing to have my finger pointing to for the events that transpire next. As I proceeded to go upstairs to go to the Bible study after gathering a couple inmates, I reached the top of the stairs and there he was brandishing a weapon and reaching after I had already turned my back on him to turn the corner, reaching around he repeatedly stabbed me in the chest seven times he stabbed me in the back upper back and in the chest right through the sternum right through the center of my chest, my uh, right chest uh, underneath my armpit right through my collarbone repeatedly stabbing me I spun around and twisted him off of me and I held up my hands I had already dropped my Bible and I had my tablet in my hand as well uh, the tablet device that we have here is JP6S uh, and we get to keep it at all times for email and everything like that I picked up my stuff I held up my hand and, and basically just stopped him I didn't attack him. I kept my word. I kept my promise to never lay a hand on him. I felt bad for him. I felt pity. I looked down at my chest and saw the holes through my shirt and all the blood pouring out. And I said, you just stabbed me. You stabbed me. I picked up my stuff. He's standing there acting like he wants to continue. And perhaps he could have killed me if I hadn't kept my word to never lay a hand on him. Because 
if I had retaliated, the next one could have been in my neck, through my face, through my skull. But I kept my word. And vengeance was taken upon him, and he got seven and a half more years in prison because of this. Devastated his family, ruined his foreseeable future. Seven and a half additional years for either aggravated assault with a deadly weapon or attempted murder. And it's because I sought him out with the truth. It's because he was living in darkness and I was living in light. As it says in Proverbs, the righteous is an abomination to the wicked. And the wicked is an abomination to the righteous. There's so much rift between darkness and light in a place like this. But that darkness and light extends to the world, to your neighborhood, to your city, to your states, to your countries, and especially in positions of leadership. Now, after I walked downstairs to get the authorities to give me some aid, I looked up at the people and I condemned the pod for allowing this man to distance himself from God, to turn away and to lead him down this path. A 22-year-old should have been given greater guidance by his elders, but he was led into deeper darkness. Our country should be given greater leadership by its elders, but it's led into deeper darkness. I held up my hands and I said, Blessed are you, O Lord, who destroys, devours the wanton sinners the slanderers against the name of God and all that is holy. And I called upon them to repent, repent of their wickedness, repent of their idolatry. It's the honor pod. We had a big screen television. The program doesn't even exist anymore. We had two PlayStation 4s in that pod. We were super blessed. And it's been dissolved. Because they can't even find 50 people honorable enough to, to live in a situation like that. What kind of world are we leaving our children? After I yelled out those things to the people, I was taken to medical. And by the time I got there, all my wounds had sealed up. Honest to God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I was healed. For the Lord was with me like a dreaded warrior. My persecutor did stumble, defeated. He became greatly ashamed because of his failure. 
his lasting disgrace will not be forgotten. The Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous and sees people's hearts and thoughts, will take vengeance on those persecutors. As long as we commit our cause to him, as long as we keep our word to him, Christ said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So I call upon you, whoever you are, whether you're a person in leadership, a person desirous of leadership, I call upon you, whether you're a mother or a father, or even a youth who just stumbled upon this podcast. Be an inspiration to those around you. Keep your word. Keep your promises. Love those in your neighborhood, in your city, in your state, in your country. Love your fellow man. Love doesn't give room for lies. Love doesn't give room for deception. Love doesn't give room for dishonor, and love certainly doesn't give room for stabbing people. Destruction will come upon those who destroy. Seek to bring life. Seek to bring healing. There are three things that Satan comes to do. Kill, steal, and destroy. Christ does the opposite. He gives life. God bless you. I love you all. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.